the show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Choppers and throw away. Man, it's been a minute, y'all. We're back with you again. Season two. Many moons later. This is your boy, Bobby, a.k.a. Mr. 511, and I'm here with my brother from another mother. Yes, sir. Do you hear me? STL, stand up. We still in the building, man. Um, We back. Season two, you know. Um, Don't be acting all funny and stuff like it was that long. It really wasn't that long. I get that we ain't dropped like we should have, but now season one's out for you to go ahead and listen to just so you can get familiar with us here at the Hustle City Podcast. We got a new logo. How you feel about the new logo? Man, that new logo that you sent me was really dope. Uh, you sent me that. You sent me that a little while back, I think. Yeah. Right? It was like in the fall. Probably. Yeah. I think it was like around August the fall. Like yeah. That. We were actually gonna get back recording, but uh, we kind of want to give you all a recap of like what we learned from our experience these like this past year and a half, and it's been almost a year and a half actually, if I'm not mistaken. But um, let's just say a little over a year, just for the sake of arguing. But um, because we started like in almost the end of the fall of uh, 2022, if I'm not mistaken. But but yeah, we're going to give you all a little recap what we learned from our experience and our improvements of what we're going to do to uh, make this season even bigger and better for y'all. Yeah, man. Lesson. Lessons have been learned um, with this. Mm -hmm. This has been a journey to kind of, you know, discovery. Discovery is always new. Mm hmm. Season one, you you can definitely tell that there is a lot of kinks we had to work out. And, um, number one is being consistent more, for sure. That's that's definitely that's definitely how we rocking right now. That's what the, that's the wave I'm on. Yeah, it's the wave we're on. Try to be more consistent so you can get the product, you know, out when you want it, when you need it. Um, mm-hmm. So you can tell all your friends and family and whoever the hell you want to tell about this show. Yeah. Um, 2023 was just crazy, man. Facts. A lot of ups and downs, a lot of challenges and trials. So I'm just being optimistic this year mm-hmm. about everything. So yeah, I mean, I feel like despite the fact that we had a rough, I'm not gonna say a rough 2023, but we had a lot of challenges. I mean, of course, we had some personal things that happened last year. Like, um, I'll give you an example. Like with my uncle, R.I.P. to my uncle Charlie is what we all call him. He passed away back in um, October. Well, actually, a couple of days before the, um, unfortunately, the attack that happened overseas in Palestine, which we're going to talk to you all more about in detail in the near future. Um, that was actually one of the reasons why we had a few, we had a major setback with all the protests that have been taking place. But um, we'll get into that. We'll get into the specifics later on. But that was definitely one of the top main reasons. But um, other than that, I think what I've learned from this experience, man, was, like you said, consistency with us uh, dropping these episodes. Um, quality is another one. We got a lot of uh, feedback regarding our quality, and there are some things that you are going to notice as we go on with the season. Like we did uh, invest in some new uh, equipment. We're not going to give anything specifics away because we won't give any secrets, but uh, you're going to definitely tell when you uh, listen. Oh, <clears throat> I'm sounding impeccable. I'm just letting you know that now. Like I'm, I already sound good. So you know, I ain't. I don't mean to brag, but yeah, this year I'm letting my hair down on hoes. That's the probably the really the one the only curse words you probably gonna hear this episode. That Me is personally, a, I'm trying to work on not cursing. That is a damn lie, so right much, there. But then again, I'm a grown ass motherfucking man. I'll curse whenever I want to. Just be yourself, bro. God damn it, shit. I'm just not gonna say the b word that much. 
Just That's did. my favorite word though. You serious? Yeah, the B word. I did not know if that. If you call a man the B word, is you just see like the upset, like the the, the ferociousness in their eyes when mm-hmm. they get mad. Because it's like, yeah. If y'all hear any squeaking, it's this cheer. I'm about to go change cheers though. Here in a second, because Bobby, he don't like extra noises in the background, which I understand. This sound like the beginning of that Trillville song, <laughs> where the bed springs was just like squeaking and whatnot. But yeah, season two is finally gotten here, and um, yeah, you know, Bobby went through some things. I went through some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Mexicans stole my truck. Um, I don't really know it was Mexicans. It's just the fact that. How that, it was it happened too fast, so I'm like, who else? Man, I feel like that happened like in a, in a blink of an eye to you. Like yeah, yeah, that shit happened quick as hell. They got my yeah. Truck. <laughs> it didn't even work anymore. Like the transmission was completely blown. Right in the motherfucker, and they that. just took it. And I was like, all right, so whoever did it had to have a tow truck. Yeah. So whichever one of you bastards with a tow truck and a little tow yard out here that got my black Explorer mm-hmm. off a of 270 by the goddamn Lindbergh exit. This the one time I'm gonna say this word. You a bitch, and your mama a bitch. I just want you to know that I need to get that out because I've been holding it in for a whole year, and right. I ain't found you. I have a feeling you're gonna break that promise <clears throat> for you saying bitch because <laughs> I got mad all over again. What can I say? Yeah. Hey, it's all good though, man. Yes, sir. But you got any goals you want to share with the uh, with the season, man? Because like I'm gonna be honest, like I feel like we did put out a lot of workout. Even though there's been um, a few setbacks and delays, and I'm overall I'm satisfied. I mean, obviously I wish we can. There were some things you know that I wish we could do um, better, which we're gonna implement in this season. Yeah. But I feel like I'm, I'm overall I'm satisfied. You know, we this was a learning. I think if anything, season one was definitely a learning process. Definitely with um, mixing and mastering. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It really isn't. Um, but. And I want to say this too, like we're doing this independently. Like we're not having any backups. It's just me and you doing it. Well, you're doing most yeah. of the, you're doing most of the uh, mixing and mastering, which I'm actually going to be learning myself pretty soon on how to do this because obviously I don't want you to do all the work. Yeah, ain't nobody backing this. This ain't back with drug dealer money or YouTube money or TikTok mm-hmm. money, baby. I, I, this 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 is straight pocket funded, and uh, when we get to that point, though, this isn't cash oh, money. <laughs> uh, we ain't gonna ever be doing this shit again. I I won't ever touch a piece of software other than yeah. when I'm coding in my free time or doing some techie shit. But mm-hmm. outside of that, I'm hiring somebody to do this at some point. Here. Yeah, this for is... sure. Yeah, once we get once we get bigger, we're definitely gonna everything's gonna be a whole lot easier for us. Oh man. You know what? Should I tell them about OG Sneak? Well, I'm going to say this. Before we get into that, I'm going to say this. We are going to have... I'm not trying to give too much away, but we are going to have... We're going to expand our horizons a little bit in the season. That's another thing I want to do. Not just talk about music, but other issues. Like I said, with, like with what's been going on overseas in Palestine. But um, we definitely want to have a special guest like we've been mentioning before. You know, of course, we got um, an approval from T-Dubbo, uh, Riley B, Bodine. And yeah, like you just mentioned, man, uh, we just uh, showed me off air, OG Sneak. Yeah, so I know it's, it's, it's probably a lot of people in that still that know OG Sneak. You know, he'll pull up on you. He gonna spit some fire freestyles, but he pulled up on me today. Man, shout out to him Freaking for doing crazy, that. Because I just had found out who he was last night, and I ain't pulled no phone number call. I ain't called nobody. This man just walked up on me today. 
That's love, though, man. Like, he, he showed love to the Hustle City podcast, which I thought was dope. That's how, the, you know, that's how the universe be working. That happens yeah. to me a lot, though. I'll be thinking about, I'll either see a video of somebody that I ain't seen in a while or mm-hmm. I ain't never met this person yeah. before. That happens with dating a lot. I'll see a girl on a dating site and be like, dang, she was fine. And then I'll go somewhere and boom, this girl right in my face. Now I got to figure out if I'm going to sit and talk to her or if I'm, I'm going to be a shy-ass, nerd-ass, bitch-ass nigga. See, I'm just going to say, bitch, I'm lying. Y'all know I be lying. I, I'm not stopping see? cursing at Point all. Point proven. Why, how is my vocabulary not brightened by my unique use of such vulgar derogatory terms? I, If anything, I help a lot of people by cursing them out because that's how they get their shit together. Mm-hmm. Weird asses. Hey, you're just being yourself. That's all that counts. I, just, I, I try not to curse around kids. I try not to. Other people's kids, yeah, I don't got no kids, by the way. So, ladies, if you're looking for a man with no kids, don't look for me either because right now I'm I'm celibate. Sorry. Hey, you just focus on yourself. True. Yeah. Wait, we're hustling. I'm trying to get to the paper, trying to get to a better quality of life. My life is good now, mm-hmm. but it can even it can be even better. Yeah, definitely. I don't got time for a lot of stuff. Um, hip hop is definitely is another one of those things. Twenty twenty three. It was some scary hours out there for a second, mm-hmm. but Drake delivered. He did. Drake carried twenty twenty three. I'm sorry. Yeah, he did. Twenty one and Drake really carried twenty 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 three. Ever, I feel like ever since her loss, they did. Yeah. Like especially with the tour they were just on, Drake officially has the highest grossing hip hop tour of all time, and he's not even done because you know him and J Cole are touring right now, which yes, they actually sir. just started. And not trying to brag or rubbing anybody's faces, but man. I cannot wait for that show. Floor seats. <laughs> floor seats. Floor- well, no. Actually, you know what? They're not seats. We're standing. We standing the whole time? We're standing the whole time. Bro, when was the last time I was at a concert? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I forgot. Jordan Lucas, when we seen him at Fubar. Oh, that was the last time I was at a concert where we stood up the whole oh, time. Oh, okay, okay. I misunderstood you. Because you said last concert. I'm like, bro, we just wasn't at the Wu-Tang and... Uh, no, yeah. Wu-Tang. Yeah, Wu-Tang, Nas, and Buster Rhymes. But, um... Bro, I can't stand that shit. That mean it's gonna be hella people near me and shit. <laughs> it's not that it's it's not that bad though. It really isn't. Like we'll we'll be fine. But no, we cannot wait for that. Those are two of our favorite artists. Two of my top five I listen to currently, like I mentioned before. It'll be my third time seeing both of them. Um, my second time seeing J. Cole and probably about my f- what, third or fourth time seeing Drake. Because mm-hmm. I caught him early on when he was a. Uh, First, yep. I've probably said that I don't know on this podcast, but yeah, yeah I've, I've, yeah, this will be another time I've seen Drake, but seeing them together since we ain't gonna ever get a Kendrick and Cole collab in what in any shape or form, they mm-hmm. suck by the way for that. Um, then again, I don't know, Kendrick Lamar sounds like he want to start singing now, so I'm gonna let him go ahead and do his thing. I don't know if you heard this song that came out during the uh, I think it was the Louis Vuitton uh, fashion show. You know what, I haven't Maybe yet. Maybe Balenciaga. One I, might, of those two I think friends. I'm late on that one, but no, I haven't heard him yet. And uh, during the runaway um, portion of the show, he was his song came. One of his songs came on. I don't know the name of it. I don't even know if it uh if he's even promoted or anything yet. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Grammys. Yeah, Grammys. Shout out to Killer Mike. Legend. 
man, I was hoping that Michael Alvin was going to do. I, I was hoping he, he was going to win it because I yeah. felt like OG deserved that because you can tell he put his soul into that work. Man. Was, that, was that your number one pick? That was my number one pick over Nas, and it's crazy because Nas is my yeah. favorite lyricist. I just really wanted OG to get that because. For me, like, I'm going to be honest, like, for me, that was one of my top three albums I wanted to pick. Actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I think this year's the, this year's Grammys nominations were probably the best I've seen in a while. I'm not even going to lie because we had Her Loss, which was one of the best albums that came out in 2022. Yeah. Uh, King's Disease 3, that was my favorite album that year, actually. That, now, King's Disease 3 was actually my number one pick. I really wanted, I personally wanted Nas to win another Grammy because I feel like he deserves it, and I think it's a shame, you know, with him being one of the top tier lyricist in all of hip hop like it's a shame that he only has one Grammy award which is for that first King's Disease so I was really I'm not gonna lie I was really rooting for him to win that King's Disease, King's Disease 3 album but I'm not disappointed Killer Mike winning it I mean that's the legend yeah I, I yeah. wanted Nas to win something this year cause I, like the same reasons man I just feel like don't get me wrong mm-hmm. everybody know my gripe with between him and Jay is Nas is my favorite lyricist, but yeah. I get Jay's like he been he was a celebrity, he was a superstar. Mm-hmm. He had that motion going on right. for him. So I understood why he was winning, but I feel like they snubbed Nas so many times with like weird artists. Exactly. Like artists who like, bro, it if this wasn't like a machine kind of pushing mm-hmm. this, it it you I, wouldn't even be a you wouldn't even be somebody, but Nas, I don't know. Nas got that one. Hopefully, he'll get another one because I know yeah. he's not gonna stop putting out that work. No, nah, he's not. Um, Shout out to him and Hit Boy, man. They're like, yeah. Now that's an example of a a rapper and producer duo. Like when they came together. Everything yeah, changed. everything um, changed, bro. Shout out to J Cole and Dirk. Dirk, you know, Dirk got his first. Yeah, movie. all my life. Um, that was a dope J. Cole song. got another one. It's his second one, yeah. Which I that's another thing too. I mean, J Cole honestly should have won. More Grammys in his career, like we mentioned before. For his own work, though. 2014 yeah. Forest Hills Drive, I think, should have definitely gotten a Grammy. Yeah, I don't think they was ready. Whoever is, like, the... I think uh, who won that? Tim and Butterfly won that, which I have no problem with either, but I... Oh, to Pimper Butterfly. Yeah, okay. but I personally feel that I'm, <laughs> I'm not a Kendrick hater at all. I'm going to make that perfectly clear. I, just prefer, I personally prefer J. Cole over Kendrick because I can relate to him more. Yeah, I feel like Cole's a little mm-hmm. bit more relatable than Kendrick. Yeah. Cole being my favorite lyricist. This is between the two. Yeah. Um, what else, man? What else happened? What um, the hell happened in 2023? I'm saying, I can't believe I just said that. What the hell happened in 2023? You're good. Man, um, you didn't go to any concerts last year, did you? No, I didn't. Oh, man. I ain't attend any concerts last year. Man, I finally got to see Lil Wayne last year in person. That was really dope. Oh, that's right. You saw Lil Wayne at the top of the year almost last year. Right? Uh, I, You know what? It was funny. I saw him the night before... Uh, me and the Queen moved into our condo. That was the night before before we signed our final papers. Okay, yeah. That was um, the, that was the very night before. Me and my boy. Um, at the factory, me, right? It was at the factory. That was my first time at the factory too. Yeah, hey, I heard the venue was pretty cool. It's a, to me, it's like the pageant on steroids. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Uh, I like how we get in these venues, but at the same time. St. Louis needs something to spice it it's, up a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. It's just funny that you see Lil Wayne perform at Chesterfield. Like, I'm not trying to be like funny yeah. or anything. I just thought that was hilarious. But, hey, you know what? He did his thing. His stage presence was more than what I what I had expected to be based on what you had told me. Wayne always to see had like, some dope stage presence. He, you can tell that he's both an uh, artist and a performer. Mm-hmm. 
which I think is a good combo to have, which I kind of understand now Drake's. Yeah. How, why Drake is the way he is. Because mm-hmm. back in the, like, back 2008, 2019, um, 2007, when I first started going to, like, concerts, Wayne concerts was the first concerts I was going to. So, mm. seeing how he had everything laid out so he can be interactive with the crowd. Right. That's all. I think that's a big part of being mm. an artist, though. Yeah, another concert I went to, shout to 50 Cent, when he was, that was a big tour for him. That Give It Your, the, it was for Give It Your I Try, but it was, I think it was called the Final Lap Tour or something like that. Yes, he went, sir. he went everywhere. Like, he toured from July to, like, December of last that year. Man made Buku Bread. Yeah, he did. Now he got the G in the studios. Man. And he finna start making that movie, so get, for, get ready for, mm-hmm. like, 13 more powers. 13 more seasons of Disney, he, 13 more books. Bro, he brought so many memories, like, of me growing up as a child because like you know I used to listen to Get Richard I Trying like my uncle actually used to play that when I used to hang out with him like when he used to take me to his job and all that like he used to play uh, man he used to play songs off of Get Richard I Trying like P.I.M.P. and you know In the Club and all those in songs In the Club had all the white people I, I had everybody of every race yeah. turned the hell up that no. disco inferno even Bro, the not funny on that p- album the funny part was when uh, P.I.M.P. like he would just sing the hook when uh, when that would come on but man Shot to 50. He did his thing um, on that show. And I think the crazy part was, I think we were like the third stop, if I remember correctly. It was the beginning of the leg of his, of his tour. Like, it was in the beginning. Mm. Like, we were like one of the first few cities. I kept seeing footage from different people who went and they, uh, mm-hmm. they posted what, it, what was the, the show. Cr- you know, I mean, it's, had, most know? of the shows sold out. That's what's crazy about it. Like, he... Yeah. I mean, 50, though, 50's a polarizing person. He is. And I feel like his, even though he might like now he's an older artist, mm-hmm. his niche was one part people who were old, considered older people in our generation yeah. when we was kids, our parents and some other people. Because my dad played the I played the shit out of Fifty Cent, mm-hmm. how to get rich without trying. And then it was us who liked the music as well. Mm-hmm. So we grew with him. Yeah, we did. So it's like I feel like yeah, that's the reason why he. We both had to be in elementary I, school. I don't give a damn how much you might like Chief Keef, Dirk, or whoever in the hell make drill and trap and all that. 50 Cent was originally one of the original, like... He was original, yeah. He was the OG like, of all that, bro. Gangster, like, our, like, yeah. the 2000s era gangster rap. Mm-hmm. Him and T.I. was, like, from, like, the top, our top tier yeah. for me when it come to that. Because... They both was on some crazy shit. Like they was literally, literally T. I was doing what the fuck he was talking about. So, mm-hmm. cause he kept going to jail, but fifty, you know, it was a whole murder ink thing. And people don't know until you really dive back into like documentaries that were made around that time. Yeah, how hectic that shit was. Like people were really trying to kill that man, mm-hmm. and it is crazy. But shout out to fifty, man. I still haven't had that effing vodka. I take that back. That's a lie. I did. I had that on Christmas, and I'm going to be honest with you. The cucumber flavor that I had, ugh, disgusting. I don't like vodka. I prefer tequila. Tequila mm-hmm. keeps the doctor away. That's a lie. What drink What drink did you have when we went to see uh, that Wu-Tang Noss and Buster Ram show? It was something with Hennessy in it. Okay. I just can't remember what it was called, mm. but I know it made me have to pee real bad. But it was really good because I just started looking around. I freaked out for a second. I looked around. I seen a bunch of white people. I was like, what the hell are they doing here? Then I forgot. 
Bro, it wasn't. I mean, yeah, there were a lot of white people, but there were people of other races. I mean, other yeah. races. Yeah. But you know, when I see a bunch of white people that like a hip hop yeah. concert, like join a, like that join a Lucas show. I'd be like, what the hell yeah. are y'all doing here? I'm still like racist in my head. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I ain't. I'm not sorry because I got the right to be racist. I think. I will say this: there's a lot of, and you know, I think we've, I think, um, especially with what's going on right now in the world that we live in, there's still white supremacy. Yeah, people been talking about that a lot. And I just be like, man, I'm at the point, dude. I don't, I don't really care about. I care about it enough to like to say this, to say the least. Mm-hmm. I don't like it, but until until we all are able to like unify and get together, I don't want to hear about it. Because everybody, you, we can complain, we can continue to complain just mm-hmm. like our ancestors and everybody before us. But until everybody get together and decide, hey, look, we need each other so we can get rid of all this BS that's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about nobody and their ideas on white supremacy. Don't come to me with that conversation because I'm the wrong one for that. I don't got time for it. Mm-hmm. I can give you a lengthy I can give you every textbook, every biography, bibliography, whatever the hell you want to call it, that I done read on all this stuff. And to be honest with you, they all at the end say the same thing. Until the people are able to unify, mm-hmm. won't be a revolution, and ain't nothing going to change, bro. It's for in terms of that. But... but you know what, though? Honestly, man, like, again, you know, we're going to talk about this later on, but, like, there have been moments last year where, you know, we've seen it ourselves here in the city of St. Louis where, you know, people have come together, you know, and unified into one body, I guess you can call it. Yeah, you, um, last year when um, the protest for Palestine uh, mm-hmm. popped off, I told you when I went, it was good to see everybody out there yeah. standing for one thing. Um, think- the only reason why I did not go to any of the Black Lives Matter protests, it wasn't that that I ain't want to go. It's, it was just the way some of those protests popped off. Yeah. It was a lot of unnecessary stuff going on. People berating the cops and throwing things at buildings and smashing windows and mm-hmm. using stuff as weapons. I was just like, I, I, it, it I, wasn't the, it wasn't our people that was doing it. It was just everybody else that decided to be foolish when it was time to like just unite. Mm-hmm. And stands like solid for something. A lot of people weren't being solid, so I've been to. I think I've been to one protest when um, Mike Brown, R.P. Mike Brown, passed away, and yeah, I never like. Yeah, I never. I'm just glad I wasn't in that situation because I'm, I'm glad I didn't see it. At least when that happened. Yeah, but, I wasn't uh, even in the state when it happened. I was still yeah. in college. That was 2014, right? Yeah, yeah, I was still. I hadn't even graduated yet. I was still down in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. When that was going on, it was that that shit was crazy, my guy. I mean, my mom called me and told me, "Do not come back home." For I remember break. that. I was like, "Jeez, Louise, what are y'all doing?" Mm-hmm. And I always say this: "You sons of bitches burnt down my favorite quick trip. Fuck y'all, <laughs> bastards." And Jeezy gonna take a photo in front of it, but either way, that ain't even important. No. Um. Yeah, man. Twenty twenty three had a lot of crazy moments. Um. Uh, ooh. Hmm. YFN Lucci and YSL. Mm. Those Georgia, Georgia started really pressing the issue. Yeah. 
on they on the cases that was going on, mm-hmm. and we can't forget. While I'm saying that, FBG Duck, RIP, um, mm-hmm. the O Block Six, they just got found guilty. See, man, hey, I'm telling all. I, I don't know who this going who gonna hear this, but I'm telling you this now. I grew up around old players, old drug dealers, old kilo men, all that. Hell, one of them raised me, my father. And he'll tell you the same thing I'm about to tell you. The streets are a myth. Everything that used to exist that you really hoping you're going to get out of the streets, like loyalty mm-hmm. and all that, it's not there because it's so much scarcity in the world. Everybody out for their own. And it's yep. it's just so it's so crazy to see. Things play out the way they play out, like YSL. Don't get me wrong, I'm not. I don't want Young Thug to go to jail. I granted, I couldn't stand his ass at first, but he's a he made he's a good artist to me. He, I feel like he's he's not my main type yeah. of artist, but I'm not gonna act like I ain't got him on like repeat on some of them songs because he's a great hook artist. Right, I, I can agree with you on a that. Great feature artist. I feel like he he definitely set off the right vibe, but. Mm-hmm. He's like, like to me, he's not like my go-to, but he has made an impact. Like, yeah, he's made a big impact. Yeah, he has, even especially like, in fashion with the with the mm-hmm. with the rap game and fashion. Like, right. He's one of those fashion type street fashionistas, is what I call him. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't ever want to see anybody be put in a situation where they go to prison. Mm-hmm. They be away from their kids because that they you know that psychologically affects children. That psychologically psychologically affects um, their family. In a fans in a way, mm-hmm. and granted, he may or may not he be guilty. He may or may not be guilty of the things they're trying. He's on trial for, mm-hmm. but um, it's just a, it's a bad situation all the way around. When you see artists get themselves into something like this, where they can't just turn back and get away from it. Exactly. Um, YFN Lucci, I feel like was the one that came out and has gotten a second chance and a real big blessing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to his legal team because that man would have been doing 20 years and is that 20 years somehow that got turned into, what, three months and some change, and then he'll be back out. Mm-hmm. Thug's still on trial. His trial is all crazy from them showing the jurors on TV. Can't do that. You're not supposed to show jurors' faces on live TV doing a trial. Um, you got... What YSL thug the whole mess with Gunna last year, and it's the crazy thing about Gunna. They talk all that trash about Gunna allegedly snitching. See, this is why I say I'm a snitch. God be working in our favor. My boy came out swinging with "Fuck You Me," yeah. And that song last year was the highest streamed hip hop song last year, five hundred and ninety five million streams. That's impressive. Just for that one song. Mm-hmm. And they talked all that trash, and his album did numbers. It's it's like I don't know if you snitched or not, and I, I'm gonna tell you right now, you better off snitching than taking that time. I, I know you may you may who you might be listening to this if you're a street dude, but look here, let me tell you something, player. Think about it, right? You like women. Why would you want to put yourself in a situation where you're around a bunch of stanky ass dudes all day, angry, upset? Some of them bitter. Some of them trying to figure out if they want to be a man or a woman now because they don't know what. They don't think they ever getting out. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to be in one of them weird situations anyway? Bro, snitch. Don't do the time. If, look, if you did the crime, don't do the time. Snitch. Just snitch. Yeah. If you didn't do the crime, snitch. Definitely snitch because I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. This is full disclaimer. I'm just letting you know right now. This is full disclosure. If you do anything legal and it's within my eyes or you don't tell me or I didn't agree to it, 
Oh, boy, you going to the point of the gym, getting you locked up, your granny locked up, your dog going to be in the pound, your <laughs> baby going to be in, in some type of baby jail. It's going to be all fucked up for you because I'm letting it rip. When they when they asked me who did it, it was him, officer. I can tell you where his mama stay, where his granny stay, where his, where puppy his stay. daddy stay, where the dog stay. I'm boy. Nigga, you t- you, you just don't want Houston bro, I don't Like period for me I don't want to be behind bars Like period Like that's the thing I got like, locked up for 8 hours Nigga my I stomach was, did all flips and tricks I was thinking about how That 8 hours felt like 10 days I was about to say That was probably the <laughs> slowest 8 hours of your life Yes Cause you just sitting in a cell All day And you can't I'm leave s- I'm still pissed you didn't tell me I could have like bonded you out You could have paid me back <laughs> Like you can't leave yeah. man yeah. You can't fucking leave, well, I will bro. Say, it's I will so say this. Up. Based on what you told me, at least the officers weren't, you know, being a bunch of pricks to you. I mean, like the officers that. was nice, but yeah. God. It's like, get what, me out of here. What municipality was it, if you don't mind me asking? Freaking Hazelwood. Oh, really? Freaking Hazelwood locked me up, and then I had to make a police report last year because somebody stole my vehicle in Hazelwood. Um, did, you, did you ever hear any updates about that or not? Hell no. Nothing. The Mexicans got my car, bro. That shit probably stripped. It's probably just the frame of that car now. Mm-hmm. My my fucking doors are probably on somebody else's Ford Explorer. Man. Every time I see a black Ford Explorer, I get to looking at their ass like, ooh, if it's you, I'm robbing you today. Man, let's talk about something random. Um, any favorite movies you watched last year? You know what, man? I've come to realize I was I haven't been living my life. This is gonna it's gonna give me a second to cook real quick. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna no, all no. tie this together to movies. No, no, go ahead. I haven't been living my life in joyfully the way I should have. Cause I looked up and I thought about the last time I had been to the movies. You know, the last time I had been to the movies was pre COVID. I believe it. I have not been back to the movies yet. But I'm going back tomorrow because I'm finna go see the Book of Clarence. Oh, let me know how that is. That's the one that Jay Z produced. Yeah, let me know how that is. Definitely going to go see the Book of Clarence because I want to see that myself. Um, I'm probably gonna go see some other shit while I'm uh, catch a couple matinees because I need to catch up on some stuff. But mm-hmm. man, movies that came out, I don't really be on the streaming services too much. But uh, like nothing on my Netflix. homegirl came over and signed in to her account. So that's what I was saying. Like nothing on Netflix or anything. I'm finna sign. Yeah. I be normally I be watching true crime documentaries. So I be mm-hmm. on YouTube all the time. Yeah, me too. YouTube, TikTok, and all that shit. That's my form of entertainment. But I'm starting to break. I'm backing back from social media. I I, I did. I had a couple realizations last year. Um, the overexposure and overindulgence and other pe- of like other people's lives causes those thing causes those things like FOMO, um, fear of missing out, the uh, illusion that you're not doing enough, which in some cases you might not be doing enough for yourself. You need to step your game up But I was thinking about All these little situations With social media Where people We get down on our lives We get to judging ourselves And comparing ourselves To other mm-hmm. people the, oh, the internet has made it So easy to access People's lives Yeah And the internet Only people Your classmate Ain't gonna post When they going through A bad moment mm-hmm. On Facebook Twitter Instagram They're only gonna show you When they're up and happy yeah, when they're working out and they stick into their routine, but when they break that routine for a second, fall off, they're not gonna show you that. Right, you're never gonna see somebody's downs unless they okay with putting it out there on the internet. So I'm here to say that shit's all an illusion, bro. It is don't don't get caught up in that cycle of that shit. It's goofy as hell. These celebrities goofy as shit. Don't for one stop fucking even paying attention to these celebrities, bro. 
This is the people they thinking. They, they, I'm sorry. This is a little. No, no. Little, go ahead. Little go quick ahead. rant. No, go ahead. Because I'm thinking about all the crap that went on in 2023. Mm-hmm. You had the Gunner situation with everybody talking about Gunner. We had Blueface doing hella clown ass shit. On top of that, and then you got what? Was, what was it at the end of the year? What? What? Nicki Cat Williams, and then Nicki now Nicki Minaj and. Yeah, Meg the Stallion into it and all this crap. It's uh, a bunch of bro, man, a bunch of beefs that are just completely pointless. And it's only the sale records that can't sell off just off the work that they they put into it, the quality. Yeah, because the quality ain't there nowadays, man. No, it's not. It's trash. That's the thing. Like I felt like, like there wasn't. If we're talking about like music or like celebrity. Like it wasn't really consistent. Like there wasn't a whole lot of positivity that happened with that. Yeah. I felt like. Now, going back to the movie thing, and now speaking of that, one of my favorite movies, probably my favorite movie that I saw last year, and I think I told you about this, it was an independently released film that Hollywood actually tried to cancel. It was The Sound of Freedom. I'm not sure if you heard about that or not. You told me about that. You I need, you need a, if you ever find it on, I don't know if it's on Netflix or not, but you need to watch that movie if you find it because that movie is based on um, child trafficking that, that's actually, that actually takes place nowadays in, um, I think, Colombia, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um. That was that movie really touched me, bro. Like, like the people next to me in the movie theater, like, were actually got emotional. Like, and like you have to stay for the credits after that movie because they went through a lot to make sure it got released to the masses. I would highly recommend you watching that movie. Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom. I'm gonna probably look it up sometime tomorrow. This yeah. Week. Another thing that taught me about last year, man. Like, like I said, you know, like I told you, like earlier, my uncle passed away, and. I actually unexpectedly had to use a bereavement three times last year yeah. at my job. Like, the first death was my other uncle on my dad's side. Me and him weren't, like, super close. I'm not trying to say anything negative because I know my cousins are probably going to listen to me on this. But, you know, I did respect him as a man, but we weren't, like, super close like this or anything like that. Yeah. But, you know, he was the youngest brother in my dad's family. And he died of an uh, unfortunate car accident when he was driving. Uh, I think he was driving back here in uh, St. Louis and he passed away. I believe it was in Indiana. Yeah. He died in a horrible car accident. That was, um, with a few, at the time that was the first funeral I've been to in, I don't know how many years. And then, you know, the queen's grandmother passed away in uh, September. I believe she passed away from Alzheimer's, a very, very sweet lady. And like, yeah, the third, um, death, like I said, man, like I can't, Probably this was the biggest L to this day that we've had because when I told you this man, we call him, everybody calls him Charlie. Yeah. But um, he, like, he was a man with excellent morals and principles. You want to talk about a man who does not want to have any negative bad vibes, he's an example. Like, and I, I like, I'm going to say this too, like, I know him and, uh, you know, his mother and father that passed, you know, they both passed away, I would say, within the last five plus years or so. Maybe I would say five to ten years just for the sake of argument, but it was definitely more than a little more than five. You know, they passed at a at an older age because my uncle, I think, was like 60 or he was in his early 60s when he passed away. But both his parents were um, in their 90s mm. when they passed away. And unfortunately, yeah, my uncle, the second uncle I'm talking about right now, he um, he has stage three cancer since last year in February. And, you know, one thing that I learned about um, after was trusting the process, that was definitely one thing for me. 
and like that's why you know that's something that we want to emphasize more. I feel like on in the season is just definitely trust the process. You know, never take never take life for granted. You know, always let God do the work. If you're if you're a person of faith or believe in God, I know my faith has definitely been increasing since since the incidents that have been happening, especially with overseas. But yeah, man, you definitely don't want to take you can't take life for granted for sure. Because my, I always say this, you know, this is a saying that's always, that's always stuck with me is expect the unexpected, you know, just because you have something set in stone, that doesn't mean it's always going to happen. So, you know, as much as I hate to say, sometimes you have to prepare for, you know, the worst. Yes, sir. Because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I pray and I hope I get to 90. My grandparents, um, both that passed away in their late seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. My granddad, early eighties. My grandmother, late seventies. Um, Who? I gotta lose weight, y'all. Yeah, that's uh, that's a goal of yours too, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been working on something. A little program with my doctor. How's that going for you, by the way? Actually good now that I'm kind of I'm changing I'm trying to change my relationship with food I feel like that's where I have You have to start It's yeah, a mental thing It is But you, it, that's w- why you have to change I'm The gonna, way you look at What you eating I'm going to tell you from my experience I kind of mentioned this on um, I mentioned this uh, previously On a previous yeah. podcast But You know yeah you're right It is a mental state But you really have to put your mind to it You know they're saying You are what you eat That is absolutely goddamn true Hell yeah And I currently I've, Apparently I've eaten chowder from the TV show, because I feel like that's who the fuck I look like. <laughs> it's fucking chowder and shit. Now nah, I'm like, you know what? I can't keep doing this. It's time to be sexy. Er, sexy now, but I want to be sexier. Why not? Once I do this, Drake can do whatever he want to do. I'm gonna have every woman. I'm just talking trash. I got a love hate relationship with Drake. Uh, in my head, dude don't even know I exist, but he might. He might. If we make these signs for this concert, he might. I think I'm gonna print out a big ass QR code thing for a link to our podcast. You should and see if he sees it and takes a picture of it. <laughs> you know what? That might not be a bad idea. And check it out. I'm like, bro, check us out. Bro. You know what though? Like, if you had to pick three, of course we got St. Louis artists that are interested in being on the podcast, like we mentioned before. But if you had to pick three mainstream artists. To be on the podcast, who would it be? Three mainstream. Well, first off, let me get Cole. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Cole. Um, I would definitely want to sit down with 21. Oh, okay. I didn't I expect sit that. Down with 21. I did not expect see where that. His mind is. I really want to. The reason why I say 21 is because now, with his album being out, and congratulations to him. Shout out to 21. That album was fire. As a it was fire. Yep, she was fire all the way through. Shout out to 21, man. He's grown on me over the years. I feel like with the influences of the people that he's been around, specifically Cole and Drake and probably some other artists like Young Nudie and all of them, mm-hmm. you can tell his style has grown and it changed. I would want to tap into his mind to see where he's at now with his idea about the music that the music and the product he pushes out mm-hmm. versus from where he first started and where he was like early, like Savage Mode 1, mm-hmm. you know. 21 um so let me get cold let me get 21 
Drake would be an easy third pick, but I don't want to really. I would. I do want. I. I would love to have Drake on the podcast. Yeah. But if I could pick somebody, I, I want to add something to that. He might actually um, talk some game because he did have to hustle yeah. his ass off too before he uh, before he got big. I know Drake got who? You talking about 21 or? No, I'm talking about Drake. I know Drake knows some shit about it because he's an expert marketing. Mm-hmm. Marketing. Like marketing oh, is for his sure. thing. Yeah. And that's the reason why I fuck with him tough too. Mm-hmm. I, um, But if I could pick a third person, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if I could pick a third person, it'll definitely have to be. Whew, I had this in my head and it just went away. That I can interview, that we can interview. Let me go ahead and uh, I think I will. Oh man, I just lost it. I lost it. I can't think of who the <laughs> hell he was in my head that I was saying that I would. Damn, if I can get a chance to talk to them, I would. So Drake, twenty one. Well. Cole twenty one. Oh, I'm sorry, Cole twenty one. Excuse me. Excuse me. Just because I forgot. Was it? Was it? Let me guess. Was it Nas? No, it wasn't Nas. Who the hell was it? Joiner. I think See, I, I was cycling through this because I feel like you asked me this before. I thought I thought you said Joiner before though. I could and be I wrong. Can't remember if it was Joiner or if it was a. I'll, I'll give you mine and while yeah. you think about that. I would say, for me, my top three, yeah, definitely Cole, for sure. Montana 300 will mm. be another one. Yeah, I know. You fuck with, we fuck with Montana. Hard. Yeah, Montana, he's got he's got some wisdom. And my number three, man. Number three would have to be... You know what? At this, in this time right now, which uh, we're going to talk about later on, I'm going to give it to Benny the Butcher. Mm. You know that's crazy you say that Cause I really want to tap into Freddie Gibbs head. You know what I like that That'd be interesting I really want to tap into Freddie Gibbs head Freddie Gibbs would be really interesting to talk to Because yeah. he, he's very He's a real one I'm gonna say that Like he yeah, does I not like, like I like how bold he is And like how honest he is in his interviews Even though he, he's got a good sense of humor <laughs> Shit, damn! Now I'm thinking about it. Sayari kid, that's who it was. That would be that'd be tough. Hey, yeah, uh, shout to Sayari, man. Yeah, that dude is Sayari. Been, yeah. Because them last two albums mm-hmm. was fire. Yeah, <laughs> fire as hell. He's independent, right? If I'm not mistaken, I think he is. Okay, I don't think he signed a major. Man, but he's he's doing his thing. But yeah, it's uh, man, 2023 was a interesting year. Yeah, it, it was a reflecting year for me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got to I, I'm understanding my strengths And I'm understanding my weaknesses Yeah So I'm starting to pick up on Like my sense of self again mm-hmm. I feel like that was something I had lost for a second Right And uh, even with that You know Sometimes you find things You don't like But hey Guess what You gotta You know You gotta keep working On those things man You know um, Yeah for sure You don't give up Because you got those things Everybody got their issues Yeah I would say for me man I've got I've definitely been a lot more Definitely a lot more spiritual I've definitely been praying A lot more for sure and just made me uh, reflect on reality quite a bit, like I mentioned before. But man, um, I'm just gonna say this. Like, I guess to wrap up, I'm gonna say that we're back. Uh, we're gonna, we're back. Season two is gonna be bigger and better. I feel like 
we're definitely gonna be a lot more consistent. That's for sure. We're not gonna have we're not gonna have any more delays. Of course, you know we got personal we got personal things like like I said, I'm a family man first and foremost. But you know I'm a husband as well. But we're gonna definitely give you all better content. We're gonna definitely be more prepared <laughs> for y'all. Yeah. And last but not least, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot more fun with this. Definitely, 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 definitely. Look out for some of the content that we're gonna be putting out. Mm-hmm. You'll get to see our beautiful faces this year. Video coming soon. Soon come. Soon come. Yeah, very soon. But yeah, on that note, this has been uh, an introduction to season two. And man, and until yeah, then, black, black again. Yogi's black. I don't know if you really want to tell a friend or not. I mean, people going to see it because I'm, I'm, I'm... Yeah. It's like, how could you not see that I'm black? Like, And now I'm black, y'all. And now I'm black, y'all. And now I'm black and they're black. I'm like, to, to that dude, to that, that actor, I don't care what I see him in. That's exactly what I remember of him. I don't remember anything mm-hmm. else he did. Jason's lyrics of the uh, Meet the Browns TV show. He was even on the freaking uh the what was it the uh, Bill Cosby show back in the mm-hmm. day. I don't care what he does. Only thing I really acknowledge is that that little yeah. clip from CB4. If you've seen that movie, mm-hmm. but um, like my brother said, man, this has been our uh, introduction, man. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Yogi's the back. back. The Hustle City Heroes are back. Tell a friend. I'm at. Peace. I saw the motor. I saw the motor. I saw the motor. I saw the motor.